Car casseroni, the San Francisco treat. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Reverse Fantasy Football Podcast. It's Danny Watson alongside Michael Spangler. Michael Spangler. Michael Spangler. Which one was best? Uh, second cool, one. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I wasn't really. Is it bad if I wasn't paying attention to? <laughs> you were, the, the are you distinct... watching the fourth screen again? I was watching the fourth screen. <laughs> Michael, tell people what we got going on for a special <laughs> Wednesday night edition of the Reverse Fantasy Football Podcast. So, as you know, we must have a fourth screen. It's not we. It's, First of all, only you require it's, this. It's we have to have it. We cannot record without it. And so it's we, become a major crutch. It's a major crutch. We and we currently have. So it's it's late Wednesday night. <laughs> all of the shitty college games are over. Well, Bu- what just finished? Buffalo at like Central Michigan or whatever was on is over. Yeah. Um. So there's there's now nothing on. Damn. So we are watching the end of the Rams at Bucks game from this past weekend. The replay. The replay. Michael, why don't you put like the pickleball tournament on or something? There was like nothing else on. Because I will get legitimately distracted yeah. by like, a, a <laughs> sport I. Don't don't know yeah, maybe it's for the best it's something that you've already seen but yeah i know exactly i've that watched way, this one just, live yeah you're not watching it the whole time all right fair enough so the screen is on we're ready to be fully distracted as we launch into week nine of the nfl season but of course before we get there our housekeeping materials michael podcast what is it i mean by that i mean of course twitter <laughs> Michael, tell them about the podcast. Tell them about the podcast. And then you do the whole intro. And then I do the whole, we just play it all back. <laughs> um, but I never pay attention for that part, so I wouldn't know how to do it. Uh, do you we, literally tune me out every time I'm doing the intro? No. I listen for what you're going to ask me, because you always ask me a question, I have to be on my toes. I know. I was really trying to do attention. it. Trying to get you again this time. Uh, we are reverse fantasy football at reverse football. Good goal, 10. Yeah. <laughs> He's still on fire. I'm still on fire. No one scored on him yet. I'm going to trip him up. I'm going to be like, Michael, what's the Twitter backwards? God, no, we can't do that. Dude, I can't even remember it. In four minutes, if you ask me, no. (laughs) It's all of my brain power to remember it through the first, like, five minutes of things we say. And then, like... That's why you're not listening to my intro, because you're prepping what you're going to say. now you're you're figuring it out. Okay, gotcha. got it. Michael, today's not sponsor of the podcast is the thing I bought from China that did not work when we tested it out before the podcast. Tell them what it's... Tell the audience what that's all about. Danny bought a circle, <laughs> all right, and it has sand in it that's blue, and there's some like gray and brown sand, Orange. and then there's like I don't know eight bubbles in it. There's supposed to be a lot more bubbles. I and, think I got like a little bit screwed on the amount of bubbles. And you just flip it, and it's supposed to be cool. And we flipped it like three times, and. At no point did it look cool. <laughs> it's extremely disappointing because the Instagram ad looked hype. It. It looks like someone broke this. I've, it just it looks does. like it's broken. It looks broken. Dude, I have been like really winning on buying things from Instagram, too. That cube that's like the different colors on all the different oh, sides. Cool. I got it for cool. your daughters, yep. too. I got one of those. This is shape-shifting cube. Same story. Okay. This that, one, I was like, I was like, I'm about to go, I'm about to be on fire with random Instagram buys. But this one, we're gonna try it after the podcast and see if it makes up for it. But so far. Not great. It's not cool. Like we, I didn't. Yeah, we didn't know what it was, and we we flipped it like three times. Yeah, failed sand circle thing. Not a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> they don't care about us. We don't not, care about them. And certainly, certainly, right now, I don't care about them either. So, so let's uh, grab uh, the attention of ourselves as we get into NFL Week Nine, where we have a lot, dude. We had some great stuff. I got to go to a game, and it ended up being an awesome game for reverse 
for one of the teams that we get to talk a lot about. And this time, it's not the Bengals sucking ass, Michael. Who do we have for Woat of the Week, NFL Week 9? Yeah, so last week we had the Bengals that uh, star-studded the list <laughs> really across the board. And this week we got the Panthers yeah. all over the sheet. So leading the charge, Mr. P.J. Walker, friend of the podcast. XFL legend and friend of the podcast. Quarterback for the Panthers went negative 8.4 points. He went, and this is a real sat line. This is real. Uh, three for 10, <laughs> nine yards, two picks, pulled a half. Danny, he was just getting warmed up. Dude, he, he had a lot more. He had a lot left in the tank. <laughs> the Bengals were all over the Panthers in the first half defensively. I mean, the end of the half, 34 to zero at half. Yep. The game, I, I mean, that's a game over. It's, it, two picks. They were pretty ugly, too. They weren't necessarily, they weren't tip balls or anything. No. There are overthrows, that kind of thing. Three for 10 for <laughs> under 10 yards of passing. That's I mean, good. we're talking under one yard per attempt. Mm. <laughs> under I, a yard per attempt. You don't even see running backs doing that. Nope. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I wasn't there. I didn't watch it. Obviously, this was not a game that was, like, featured heavily on Red Zone. Um, so I don't know it what happened for one team. Well, it was for one team. Honestly, but, like, in blowouts, Red Zone doesn't even put the other team so, like, out. Like, they're like, they, yeah. this game was over at half. Bengals so scored again. There was a lot to put on the other TVs. I was at the uh, game with Jimmy Jung, friend of the podcast, and he was like, are we going to see... Um, Baker, or are we going to see Brandon Allen first? Mm. Like, are they going to pull Burrow from being up too much? Or are they going to pull PJ Walker from being down too much? Ended up being Baker. They put yeah. him in half. We thought that was going to be the case, and then it happened. And of, of course, he comes back and like immediately scores on the Bengals. But it was too little, too late. PJ Walker scoring with a negative eight point four four extreme efficiency for in a half. Yeah, I mean, you you could we could only like dream. This is like the one. What was the Philly quarterback that oh, I always forget? Jake, uh, no, not Jake Luton. Fuck, what was his name? I don't know. I don't know. What Tweet his name the podcast was. if you remember him. Yeah, he had like negative six points in a quarter. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. It was amazing. Yeah, so of course, if PJ Walker is going to be on there, and you heard the tone of the game, we also make you know you, you know you're going to see the. Uh, Panthers defense on there as well. Yeah, so that's what we got next. Panthers defense, negative six points. As we said, they lost 21 to 42 to the Bengals. Uh, they gave up 464 yards and two sacks. The Panthers are everywhere in here. Don't worry, we got more Panthers to come. And you know, they were like, I mean, they had, they I mean, they blew it, but they had a chance to win against the Falcons last week. They did. With a Hail Mary. They had a, tan a chance to be leading the division. Did you see that one guy who bet $1 to win 20 grand? He had like a 15-way parlay. Did he? Well, how close did he get? He got it. What? And it, what, part of it was like DJ Moore over 100 yards and a touchdown. And, and he got it on the Hail got, Mary. It was like Derrick Henry over 200 yards. What the fuck? It, it was like all kinds of just insane things. And Is that like, just he put a bet on all his fantasy players? <laughs> probably, on his team? He's just honestly, like... He probably all these guys are on my fantasy team and I need them all to have their best game ever. <laughs> and I'm just going to bet win 20 grand. That's amazing. <laughs> That's shout about, out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. He's a degenerate. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I could have been worse. Burrow been worse. pulled in the third quarter, uh, yeah. you know, and, and the Bengals still put up 42. They missed a field goal even, too. So, you know, Panthers D gets gets rattled hard. Yeah, moving on, we got Bears defense, negative four points. They lost 32-35 to 35 to the Dolphins, 379 yards, and nothing else. They did, So they didn't put up any sacks or anything. No. Not a lot of yards, honestly. To get on uh, one of the week here with negative four, with only get putting giving up 379 yards, 
You only do that if you don't do anything else. Yeah, no sacks, no fumbles, no blocks, no interceptions, nothing else. Um, and then we have the Colts head coach got to put on here for uh, his last <laughs> rod. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And the Panthers head coach at negative four points. Very um, lackluster week in Woe of the Week. Garbage time on the Panthers head coach gets him up to negative four instead of negative five, which it probably should have been. And then the Colts, you know, just because of what happens later, probably should have uh, put that at negative five. But here we are. Michael, Woe of the Week, who do you got? All right, let's go P.J. Walker. Yeah, it's P.J. Walker. No, there's no one in else a on here. Half, in a half. In a half. Yeah. Three for ten for nine yards. We were nine yards. It could have been something special. A nine. He was looking to be on the Law Madden team. Yeah. He was he fighting. Was. He was fighting for the Law Madden spot. He was like, keep me in, keep me in. And Baker's like, I've beaten the Bengals seven times. This is all I do. <laughs> this is literally all I exist for. And they're like, all right, put him in. So PJ Walker gets pulled, but negative 8.44 is still enough for Wote of the Week, NFL Week 9. Congratulations, PJ XFL and now RFF legend. All right, Michael. Let's take it into who the fuck is that guy. I'm getting excited as I look down the list here because I think I'm going to get you on somebody. Yeah, you are, I'd, I'd say, antsy, <laughs> excited. I'm like, now I'm never going to forget him all. Yeah, so now My you memory gotta, is so bad it's a real, days. It's a real memory game. It's a memory match kind of game here, Danny. Memory match kind of game, But there yeah. are many a friend of the podcast in this segment, so play along at home. See how you do. Um, out the gate, we got Cole Kmet. So this is the one I don't know. Okay. Oh, I right. should know it. Though. You should know it. Sounds so familiar. It's very familiar. Cole Komet, 17.7 points, five catches, 41 yards, two, count them, two touchdowns. Cole Komet. Do I dare go ahead and get these stats up? Why not? Why not? I deserve it. Week nine, right? Yes. Cole yeah. Komet. Oh, is it Bears wide receiver? Oh, it's Bears tight end. Oh, you know I'm good at the tight end thing, I know, I know. I just got excited. Yeah, I mean, you got the harder one, so you get the majority of the points. Five catches for 41 yards. I guess you could. That's a tight end. That's a tight end. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Okay. All right, that's Danny. That's a hot start. If I see, I was just, I was so ready to get to the next ones before I forget them that I just like fired off on that one. If I had sat and thought about it, we could have been working looking at a perfect. Are you saying I should just stall? Just like you no, know, slowly. No. Is it like when I remember the Twitter handle? If you, if I just, no. if I banter back and forth Don't enough, throw me off my you'll forget. Dude, no, because it's not like I'm good until this such and such happens. I'm always bad, <laughs> and so now I have the one chance to be good, and so I don't know. There's no pattern for me being good. This is true. All right, well, let's keep going. We got Cade Oten. Oten. I gotta be Otten. Otten. Oten? I'm going Oten. It's Oten. Um, it's probably Oten. 13.3 points, five catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Cade Oten. I remember seeing his jersey, and it just... Cotton. Cotton. Cade. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. Cade Otten. Cotton. And he caught the game winner for the game we're watching right now, the replay for Wednesday night. He is a Tampa Bay tight end. That's right. Good job, Danny. Yeah, he was going to be featured. I mean, if we just... Actually, if I stalled too long, he was just going to be on the screen again. Yeah, you're so, right. You're right. Yeah. I, only had, I had a limited window. All right. Cotton. Cotton. It's a bold choice, Cotton. Is, is that... That's See if what, it works out for him. <laughs> that's what Brady needed was a tight end. Yeah. Now they're back. Clearly. See, I, and I also don't like that we said he was washed and then he came back. Nah, he's still washed. He's still washed. All right. We got, just, <laughs> lit the Rams up. They scored like 15 points. Everyone's like, Tom Brady's back. Why? No. He didn't look good at all this game. He had no. one drive. This is a bad game. It's Ugh. not even really fun rewatching. You can be disgusted. Um, all right. We got friend of the podcast, Raheem Blackshear. <laughs> he's back. Guess he's who's back, back in a different section. 
Back again. Yeah, he was a natural negative before. Yep, and so he is 12.2 points, 5 carries, 13 yards. He also, last game, he had a terrible stat line. And then one catch, 40 yards, one touchdown. Yep, he was at the game I was at, and I was like, oh, reverse fantasy moment. I didn't even know he had this touchdown or 40 yards because this, at that point, everyone, it's just a party yeah, you're at just the drunk. stadium. You're like, this is awesome. Uh, um, oh, he must be a running back uh, for the uh, Panthers. Yes, he is a yeah, Panthers okay. running back. Moving on down the list. Here we go, Danny. You're, this, you're really, this is a rarefied air. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, 10.5 points, three catches, 16 yards, four carries, Two, uh, 22 yards and a touchdown. I feel like it's um, there's there was a who wants to be a millionaire guy, and it's like he got every single question right with like no lifelines, no nothing. And like before he answered every question, he explained to the audience why he knew them all. Yeah, like he didn't just be like it's C. He was like my wife was this and like get all, and like so like this is what I'm doing. Right. I had Kenneth Gainwell <laughs> on my team, right? So it's like the last one I was at the game. This one he's on my team. And I was pissed. And he is a running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's right. Running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a Thursday night game. And I was like, I was already down to Shane. We're both two and six. Yep, yep. Trying to get back on my losing That's streak right. here. I do remember And then this. we were like, I was pissed. But, but he also had one that blew up too. So we both ended up with a player over 10. All right. Well, here we go, Danny. To complete... To complete your run, your I mean, this is the best you've ever done. Dude, this is by far the best. It's I've not ever even done. close. I'm even if you so don't get excited. this, it's the best you've ever done. Yep. All right, we got Terrace Marshall Jr. Eleven point six points, three catches, fifty three yards, and one touchdown. So unfair advantage here. Let me let me go into Love Dog Millionaire. Terrace Marshall <laughs> Jr. was the third wide receiver of the Joe Burrow trio of LSU. It was Justin okay. Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Terrace Marshall Jr. They were considering. People were barking at the Bengals to trade for him when Jamar Chase went down because he was like on the trading block. Plus, he's a decent wide receiver, plus the Joe Burrow connection. And the team selling off all their pieces was, of course, the Panthers. I was also at this game, wow. saw this touchdown. It was wow. incredible throw from Baker. It's another wide receiver for the Panthers. Danny, you did it. You got them all. I got them all. You got them all. Except for tight end for Cole Komet, but I'm going to say I got it. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, that's that the rounds deta- up. We never count that detail, really. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Wow, Danny, how's it feel? That's dude, it feels great. Now I see why how Zach felt in the van. Yeah. <laughs> what if I told you I was just making you feel good? And I picked only people from like things oh, you would know, like looked at your that. team and like right? looked at the game you went to. <laughs> no, it's not right. Well, they but... all have over ten. What if one of them had like three? <laughs> and it's like Joe Mixon. No, <laughs> no, that's true. No, that's those are those are the who the fuck is that guy for the week? So you just did it. I just fucking did it, dude. Wow. You think how many would you've gotten of these? You would have gotten Raheem. I would have gotten all of them Probably except Cade. for the last one. Yeah, I didn't know the last one. Hell yeah, because I uh, Raheem was friend of the podcast. I knew Gainwell from years past. I saw the game winning touchdown and I knew Cole Komet. Uh, but no, Terrace Marshall Jr. No, Terrace idea. Marshall Jr. My ace in the hole. I didn't. I didn't even know he played played the Panthers. There you go. Until I was at the game. So luckily, I was barely paying attention <laughs> at the very end. And I was like Terrace Marshall Jr. Huh. All right, Michael, I kicked ass. That's all that needs to be said about that. Next week, I'm just going to replay this week's. Yeah. Oh, special shout out to um, Quentin Tarantino and Tino, the tight, oh, the Texans yeah. tight end. Yeah. He, didn't get, he didn't get 10 points, but we had to shout him out. Yeah, he, we were watching him last week. Yeah. We were like, who the fuck was that? Yeah, we never, was, we never circled back to who it was. We just saw uh, K, uh, Cotton, Cotton. down Cotton on the replay screen here, Michael. You were right. I know. If I stalled long <laughs> enough, it was going to be there. <laughs> 
All right, let's take it into Dankest D. We've touched on both of them, so not too much to elaborate on here. Yeah, I got nothing else. Let's move on. All right, Panthers and Bears are the Dankest D, minus six, minus four. Take us into Feet of Defeat, Michael. I see three players here. Yeah, we got Harrison Butker, friend of the podcast. Dude, kicker. He's been on a lot. He is. Uh, he's not kick, looking good. No, kicker for the Chiefs went negative one point, uh, two for three for field goals, missed an extra point. That's kind of what he does. Yeah. And so I, he's you, coming back from injury, so like that must be part of it, but wildly inconsistent this year. Although yeah. he made like one god tier, like 58 yarder that was extremely important one week, but I don't know. And he, but he, in a place for the Chiefs too. The yeah. Chiefs are always going to be in that like field goal area. Mm-hmm. Although with his injury, they maybe are just in like fuck it, go for it mode. You yeah, know? it's like when they panned to the Chargers kicker and he had that big like donut around his yes. leg. Remember yeah, that yeah, game? They're... I was like, oh god, here's the tie. That's what happened in overtime. They got down there like we can kick a field goal or we can just try to go punch it in. They went for it on fourth and like one or two or something. Got it closer and then kicked like a twenty yard field goal. Wow! But they, um, I, I think that's what's going on. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it legit start. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely been negative a few times now. So all right, uh, and then we got two punters on the list: AJ Cole and Ryan Stonehouse. That's a punter fucking that's a, name. That's a punter name. Just punting that stone to the house, baby. So we got AJ Cole, Raiders punter, four negative four points. Four punts, one inside the 10, two inside the 20. Very solid, nice, solid. Very nice Efficient game, efficient yep. game. Only four and a negative four. And then uh, Stonehouse's punter for the Titans, he was busy. <laughs> negative four <laughs> oh, points, God. eight punts, two inside the 10, and then he had a touchback. Wow, man. Eight punts? Yeah. I guess when you're the Titans and you literally can't throw the ball. Nope. Then these kind of things happen. But both feet of defeats coming in the same game, the Chiefs-Titans game. That's true. Is that the I, Sunday night game? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, it was Sunday night game. Wow. How, How about, about it? How about How it? How about it? Eight punts and still ends up with negative four, so we at least had the uh, couple good ones to get in there. And welcome to the podcast, Ryan Stonehouse. Yeah, First time here. All right, Michael, take us to natural negatives. Not a lot going on this week for natural negatives. No, no, this is like the most, I feel like this is somehow the most lackluster week we've had. It's just across the board. It's a pretty board. slow week here, yeah. Um, so moving on, we got, yeah, we got Drake London, wide receiver for the Falcons, negative, negative point four points, three catches, 23 yards, and a very important fall. Oh, God. A very important fumble. <laughs> we'll talk about it a little bit later, but Brutal. This, this was bad. This is a bad look. Um, then we got Robbie Anderson, new wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Negative point yeah. three points, one catch, negative four yards. He's been startable ever since he's been on the Cardinals. Yes. I picked him up. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the Robbie Anderson uh, reverse fantasy treatment here, baby. One catch, negative four. Yeah. First national negative, I think. But. And that makes sense. Well, he came to the Cardinals, and then they got Hopkins back. So he's like oh, instantly yeah. wide receiver four, but you traded for him, so they feel obligated like they have to get him involved. Like we went out and got this guy, so we're gonna so we give better him, give him a one uh, catch give, for negative four yards. That's perfect. And they're like, well, maybe maybe that was too involved. <laughs> Insanity. All right, Michael, let's roll it on into worst of the best this week. Worst of the best. Give us our stars who are putting up dog shit. All right, we got Marcus Mariota, Alvin Kamara, Deontay Foreman, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Aaron Jones, Kyle Pitts, Saints defense, and Young Ho Ku. Young Ho. Putting up four, Michael. Who's the who the the most disappointed out of all these? Do you think? Um, Mike Evans is pretty disappointing. Yeah, Mike Evans, uh, especially when Cotton's putting up thirteen or whatever. Yeah, also Alvin Kamara though, because he just had like his bounce back week. He was at thirty three yeah. last week. You thought he was kind of fully all the way back. Yeah, those those are probably my two. I mean, well, no, it's got to be Aaron Jones. They played the Lions. 
Oh my God, you're right, dude. Look at this team. Last week would have put up 179. Is that right? That's right. That's and that no is, way. That's the takeaway here. Deonta Foreman, I guess, put up 31. Oh yep. yeah, he. They look terrible. I mean, obviously the Panthers. We just talked about it, but they looked. They could not run or pass the ball. So yeah, but all these players, you're DJ Moore too with the hail mary. Like <laughs> so, this thing is all these players. Well, yeah, when you go to play the Falcons to any other team, you're gonna have a noticeable drop off. But you're starting them because of what they did last week. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Kinda, you're that's just like, how oh, this they're works. gonna break out, right? Yeah, that's exactly how this works. So and then there's some that you're gonna start no matter what. Aaron Jones, Kyle Pitts, Alvin Kamara, like. Those are first, second round draft picks. So, like, yeah. you're starting them no matter what. Um, so, yeah, 179. That's, I think, the highest we've had on the worst of the best. Yeah, the previous week, 179. This week, 36.46, a difference of 143. That's pretty big. Staggering. I think maybe approaching a record, maybe it was 150 or something like that. But a good worst of the best team. Um, let's move it in the same vein down to Lollstar team for this week. Michael Lollstar, headlined by, of course, P.J. Walker. That's right. P.J. Walker. We also got Philip Lindsay, uh, Keontae Ingram, friend of the podcast, yep. Rashad Perriman, Drake London, uh, Jelani Woods, Robbie Anderson, Panthers defense, Ryan Stonehouse, Harrison Butker, and Colts head coach for negative 23 points. I'm going to say Panthers head coach. Mm, what did I say? You said Coles. They got the same score. Oh, yeah. All but, right. That's you know, fine. Bengals had theirs. So, yeah, nothing too crazy. The The best performance of the day, obviously, P.J. Walker. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's not understate that. Three for ten for nine yards. And and starter next week. He's coming no, back. No, he is not. He's starter next week, Danny. Oh, my God. He lives God. on my team. Baker did so much better. I'm going to ride him. I'm going to ride him until he, he dies. Uh, he bit you that one week, though. He did. He, he did bite you. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's working his way into a perfect spot where he's just going to keep starting and being terrible. Man, he really had a shot at Law Madden if they gave him the whole game. I think so. Because I don't think the Bengals would have let up, really. You no, know what I mean? They have no, and it wasn't going to get better. That's the thing. No. When you're in this situation, you can always throw in completions. You can always throw picks. And you're going to be frazzled already. Yep. You know, and the defense is going to be like, we got their number. When they put Baker in, I feel like it was everyone's like, okay, they're conceding the game, and it's just over. Yeah, you know rep, what I mean? Reps for Baker, and, and yeah, they're not going to win. But And, and you, you know what we say, Danny? Once you throw two picks... You can't throw three. You gotta throw four. Yeah, so like yeah. he was he was gonna throw two or four, and uh that would have definitely put him in Law Madden. So this with a with a distinct na- uh lack of natural negatives here, and honestly, punter only being minus four, kicker only being minus one, uh defense minus six, decent, but it, it gives us our actually our season worst as far as uh recording negative goes for Law Star team, only negative twenty three point six four previous, negative twenty six Point seven six. So we have the new worst performance from the Law Star team, and by worst I mean best. Can we get more confusing with you with the uh, negative terms? I do not know, but not a great Law Star team uh, aside from the PJ Walker half. Yeah, boo, reverse fantasy. <laughs> this is dare I say <laughs> this podcast sucks ass. Week Michael. nine worst reverse week of the year. I'm saying right now, it <laughs> doesn't get worse. It's not. There's not a lot of really entertaining nuggets other than our boy PJ right now. It was just, it was a real, like, when you get the upsets, when you get, like, the Jets beating the Bills, and then you get, like, these weird matchups of, like, shitty games that don't score a lot of points, like, this is just not... I don't know, it's just not meant to be for Yeah, there was only one, like, true blowout, you know, of the... A lot of teams were coming back or staying competitive. It was, like... Yeah, I guess when, when when there's competitive games all along the board, you don't get a lot of reverse. No, and the, we had two, the two shitty teams play each other, yeah. so their, like, shittiness, 
like, like balanced out. Yeah. Like you just had the Raiders and Jags. Like you need those teams to play other teams. It was like acid in a base coming together to make salt water. Yeah, you're like, what 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 are we doing here? <laughs> we don't have Russell Wilson. We have the Lions winning games. Like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? It was it this was is stupid. Strange. I mean, so not not a great week for the stats, but Sometimes those weeks lead into a good segment for Notable Negativity. Notable Negativity. Michael, you said it. You didn't have much in here. And I was just like eating chicken. I was like, oh, let me get my phone out because I've just been writing shit down all week. That's true. And as soon as you said all things, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't. You know what? I didn't think about any of those. A lot of good Notable Negativity and nothing hotter than the first thing that came out. And Michael, you're patting yourself on the back here. Yes. Campbell watch looks fine, but you called the Frank right. I did. And I straight up told you, no, it wasn't going to happen. Yes, and here I am just standing on my on my podium. Here you are looking Frank right yeah. about it. And as I also predicted, Jeff Saturday would be the head coach. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this story? So Frank Wright getting fired. Okay, you can see it. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the right choice from the Colts. You know, you, you feel like, okay, they benched. Uh, Matt Ryan, they're kind of going in that direction. This is, is this a reason to fire him kind of thing? GM's making decisions. Potentially owner steps in, and so Frank Reich fired. They don't like the direction. Obviously, I think Carson Wentz had a lot to do with this, too. Yep. yep. Uh, he was standing on the podium for these quarterbacks who are not performing. But then what the fuck do they do? They go out and get a center, an NFL center with no coaching experience? Yeah, and he's not like, he's on ESPN. That's yeah, what he's doing. He's, he's an analyst. He's not doing anything like behind the scenes or even is he even working for a head coaching job? Like, is that no. even in his game plan? Is no, just, he's never been even attempting this. Is Jim Ursay just like, hey, you want to be a head coach? And this he's is just the Jim like, Ursay yeah. thing. The GM had nothing to do with this. It had to come from the owner. You, you know how I know that? There are two coaches on staff with the Indianapolis Colts who have been a head coach before. Yeah, I think John Fox is on there. Yes. He went to a Super Bowl. I, what like, the I fuck? Don't, I don't understand. What the? And they're like, eh, Jeff Saturday. This is the epitome of an owner and or GM tanking on purpose. Yes. Because I've always been out to get like players and head coaches don't tank because they're playing for their jobs. GMs will trade shit away. Yep. Or make... Sometimes obvious questionable decisions in staffing yep. to lose games. And this is just has this has let's lose as many games as we can, but not have the fan base pissed at us. That's true. Because I mean, Colts love Jeff Saturday. Yeah, but and, and even if he does a shit job, like what what did you expect him to do? Right. You have Sam Ellinger, you have Matt Ryan, like they don't have anything. Jonathan Taylor's kinda injured, like that's all you have. And so maybe he should just fake an injury the rest of the year so he doesn't <laughs> get injured again. Like they, they don't have they anything. They might shelve him. Yeah, they might shelve him like they that this is what it is. This is tanking. It, this is the epitome of tanking and it's I mean, it's all kind of stems from the strength of their team is supposed to be their offensive line. It's the worst offensive line in football. Well, I mean, Jeff, ha- Jeff Saturday's going to fix it, Danny. I, I, <laughs> yes, I guess that's the thought behind it. What the fuck? Because, I mean, they've given up the most sacks in the league, and they've sunk. I mean, this offensive line commands like $80 million or something. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't make any sense. Um, the only good news is that... <laughs> I mean, it, we get them. We get like Colts Texans. What the fuck we get is this? Colts Jags. Like we get. We're some on great... Colts watch every game the rest of the season. Yeah, just like find out what the fuck happens. Their play caller is a thirty-year-old intern. I. That's so, not a joke. They didn't have a play caller. Frank Wright called the plays. They fired him. They didn't know who was going to call the plays. Well, it's it, like their assistant passing coordinator intern, who's a thirty-year-old dude. Michael, we're thirty. 
Dude, that's awesome. That's a UConn place. Do you think Colts. he just has a lot of Madden experience? And they're <laughs> oh like, you are you are God. the best. You're the best in the office at Madden. So like, you get to call the place. I have a lot of lol Madden experience. <laughs> so like sliding my resume to Jeff Saturday. I I don't I don't understand. I, do you think they get the um, new coach bump? <laughs> no. Who do the Colts it play? It doesn't count when you hire a former center. Are you sure? Did, has it ever been done before, Danny? No, dude. Do you know? No one's hired someone just straight up off ESPN. <laughs> I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, yeah. Someone's Colts. like, this is like Stephen A. Smith coming in and coaching the Brooklyn Nets. Colts are all, all we know is that Colts Watch is officially on, and I can't wait for every game. There is a silver lining here. Jeff Saturday has a winning record as a coach. All right. That's good. In high school. That's still he's good. He's a high school football coach, and he's 20 and 16. Is that, do we just assume that was like his kid's team? With a playoff win. <laughs> All right. It's important to note that he had a playoff win. He's a winner, It's Danny. hard to get in the playoffs in high school. It's kind of like college. You almost got to like win out. That's true. He's a winner. He's a proven winner. He's a winner, Danny. He's a proven winner. I think they just like picked him because his ass has had like high proximity to Peyton Manning's hands for a while. They did that. They're like, let's get some of that magic. That was coming. That was very. That was everywhere on Twitter. Yeah, a lot. A lot of butt pass for Peyton Manning. <laughs> just like they hired the ass that Peyton Manning had spanked <laughs> to be their head coach. Yeah. What the fuck is gonna happen? I don't. I can't wait. Who are the Colts? Who, who, let's, get, let's go through the Colts schedule. Let's just run through the Colts schedule. But Colts that's what I was schedule. saying is like they're gonna play the Texans. They're gonna play the Jags. I mean, they did just get their ass fucking ripped by the oh, Patriots. How how are they? Not? Is that real? Do they have the Raiders up next? At Raiders game of the fucking year. They're gonna beat the Raiders. No. Have you watched the Raiders, Danny? <laughs> they spent a whole game where they didn't get over half. They're gonna they're gonna beat the Raiders, and then. Then we have Jeff Saturday. Then they got like, Eagles. Uh, then well, we got Jeff Saturday versus the Eagles. He's, yeah, they'll be, it'll be one and one. <laughs> it'll be great. I can't. I cannot take it that I click on the Colts on ESPN. I just see two full fucking page photos of Jeff Saturday's face. Give me, dude. Give me the red, dude. What if they beat the Eagles? That would be amazing. And then, then Jeff Saturday's a genius. Jeff Saturday, if they beat the Eagles, dude, that would be amazing. I will shotgun a twenty-four ounce. Bud Ice. All right. On camera. Great. Not on mic. On camera. I'm here for that. <laughs> All right. Hold my feet to that fire. <laughs> I, okay. Oh. Okay. I have nothing against well, this. Well, yeah. So I mean, like, I'm not even giving up stakes for this. That's, no stakes. I'm I here just, for that. I kind of want it to happen. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. All right. Put this on here, Danny. Uh, <laughs> were we wrong about Justin Fields? No. I, you, I I saw this on here. I just immediately typed nope next to it. Did you see what he he scored forty one points? No, dude, he can run the ball. Congratulations, you're a worse Lamar Jackson. That's bad for reverse football. It's bad for reverse football. It's bad for reverse it's football. bad for the amount of sacks he's taking. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. He was like running a lot last week, and he still took four sacks. And I was like, one, I don't know how that's possible, but two, thank <laughs> God for reverse football. Now this week only takes like two sacks, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. Bad for reverse football. We were that was our take is like he will be great, and he was he was very in our defense he was very startable for two years. I will say, as far as reverse fantasy startability, I'm not even gonna say we were wrong because for two years he was that's true, that, and like these kind of things happen. That's Sometimes all you get is two years. Out. Like you're either cut or you get better. Yeah, so. I mean, but you could have started Josh Allen his first year. That's you true. Think you think about it. Their first two years, yeah, he I mean, was great. Yeah. So, 
Wrong about Justin Fields as a good QB. I don't think we were. Wrong about Justin Fields as in a reverse fantasy start. You could say we're wrong about him being a good start this year, but I'm not sure either of us claimed it. Maybe we did. I yeah. probably did at some point. At some point, I think I think he was an early quarterback. I never drafted him. I didn't start him. Quarterback that can run? Mm-mm. Yeah, but he wasn't. That's the thing. He wasn't running. I don't running. start Daniel Jones anymore either. Danny, you know I mean? do you remember our early stats about Justin Fields and how <laughs> little he was throwing the ball? He was reverse football gold. Yeah, true. Like, he was but so good. But now he's like doing other things on top of that yes it was the first few games he was just that bad of a passer and also not running yeah and then they're like hey why don't you at least just run it was fitzpatrick i it was the speech the fitzpatrick was like like, you need just feels to look himself in the mirror and be like i suck ass at throwing and i'm an elite runner i maybe it was you know what this is your fault i okay you are ryan's Ryan's, i get all of his credit and blame i'm okay with that (laughs) And I get his cool shirts. Oh, dude. He does have great shirts. great shirts. <laughs> we should try. We should get a, a jersey that's one of those shirt patterns. Oh, and it says Fitzpatrick awesome. on the back. That'd be dope. Ooh. We could sell those. All right. All right. Delete this section of the podcast <laughs> because it's a billion dollar idea. All right. So, yeah, Justin Fields, not a reverse start. Who do they have coming up, though? Because you never, you never know. In front of the right defense, they may... Uh, Come back down to earth I as mean, well. They get to play the Lions and the Packers. So. Yeah, you're right. They, you know, the, their defense did not do much. Oh, their defense the is bad. Oh, hey, they play the Lions. Oh, yeah, they play the Lions next. And the Falcons. Falcons. Okay, let's stop looking at this <laughs> shit. Okay, let's move it down into this uh, crazy uh, moment in the Commanders, soon to be Primes. <laughs> <laughs> and Vikings game, Michael. This explain this one to me. I think this is my play of the year so far. <laughs> this is my play of the year. If you didn't see it, I don't know how you didn't because it was everywhere. So the Commanders coming back on the Viking on the Vikings. It's not. It's a close game the whole time. Yeah, it I mean, is. So the Vikings can't put anyone away. The Commanders are frisky with Taylor Heineke. There's a 50 yard bomb. I think it's to close out the first half. Uh, there's, I mean, end of end of the half. Bomb down the field. Guys Chuck in, it up. Guys in triple coverage. Like, yeah, he's legitimately the triple coverage. Triple coverage. And he throws it, I mean, it, I don't know, 50 yards in the air. And wouldn't you know it, there's a ref down there. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, that ref is perfectly positioned to be the fourth person in coverage. <laughs> <laughs> quadruple coverage. He's in quadruple coverage. But the ref takes out the vikings guys so the vikings have this this ball locked down like oh yeah they're in such such good position that the guy's gonna pick it so he's not looking at anything other than where the ball's going because he's got the best play on the ball that's how you pick a ball that's off. how you, you watch that. it in your hands unless the ref is there to, to just take you out <laughs> bro the ref looked at him and stepped to him no one can tell me the ref did not just be like i'm just i'm taking this guy out this guy's in my way this is my space Props pers- to the ref because you feel like if you or I come in contact with an NFL player, no, the NFL player is not going to change trajectory at all, Mm-mm. and we're going to like comically explode twenty feet the other direction. They're going to need a cart for me. This is like when you when you have a basketball and you put a tennis ball on top of it and you drop it, <laughs> and the tennis ball like shoots off into yes. like the moon, and the basketball yes. just does like a normal bounce. That's what would happen if we contacted an NFL 100%. player. The ref takes him out. Oh, he the ref the ref wins. The ref played in college at least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he the ref wins, and so consequently the Vikings guy goes down. And yeah. the, the other two Vikings and players he's like falling. He's like you can see he's like still trying to make the play on the ball, and he's like, ew, ew, ew. he has no idea. Absolutely yeah. no idea the 
Ref is there. <laughs> Somehow the other two Vikings guys. So now, now the they're <laughs> trying to pick up what the fuck just happened. Like, oh shoot, now we're like we gotta be the ones to like play the ball. He's still in double double coverage. Yeah, he somehow gets the ball, like rolls into the end zone. It's a touchdown, and it was oh, he literally like flopped into the end zone. Yeah. he like humps his way into the end zone. He hits the he. He grabs the ball on the way to the ground. Somehow the other two Vikings defenders don't touch him? No, not once he touches the ball. Like, there's a lot of contact before then, and then as yeah. soon as he touches the ball, they're, like, out of the picture. And then he just kind of, like, yeah, dead fishes into the end. <laughs> Open the neck and flop like a fish! It's so incredible. And any other Vikings team, this would have been the end of the game play to lose. For sure. But this Vikings team wins these games. It's just a funny moment. It's just a funny moment, and it's... It, we we only see it if it's on like you know we need the refs to bring this part to our attention. Otherwise, Vikings, yeah, exactly. like Vikings players are just like yeah, there's a regular play. <laughs> this happens all the time, guys. Dude, I just can't even imagine how salty Shane was. Oh, that's my like God. the kind of play that would really send him into like a tirade. Oh, for sure, yeah. And again, it has to be the that would be the game losing play <laughs> for the Vikings. But this is just like at half, they end up winning, so it it doesn't really matter. It's just a funny thing. That now we got Kirk Thuggins. Dude, I... Did you see Kirk Thuggins on the plane? I've never been more mad at Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Dude, he has a six-pack. I... So, <laughs> yes, he does. Kirk Cousins apparently is just ripped. Kirk Cousins ripped. Is like what... Dude, this is the bizarro Cousins that you've been dreading your whole life. The thing is, though, and Vikings fans know it, this is not good for the Vikings. Because <laughs> you know what they are? They're 7-1. and one. They're in flex... They're in the flex territory mm. where they're going to get flexed mm. into these games. Yeah. That's not where they want to be. Well, let me give them <laughs> a little bit of a reprieve here. You cannot flex a team into Monday night. <laughs> Only Sunday night. They're still not great on Sunday night. He's no. better Sunday night. He's the absolute worst on Monday night. Kurt but he is, Duggins. He's better on Sunday night. He's the chains. I, look, I know. I... I'm so dude. I hope you. I hope they lose the Super Bowl this year. I, I hope they get to the Super Bowl and lose. I don't think they, they can. get their vengeance on the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Okay, Kirk Thuggins at the gun, 55 yard pass to set up a field goal. Not the guy doesn't get in the end zone, and then they miss the field goal. No, that's the, they, they make the field goal to get to the Super Bowl and they lose the Super Bowl, 49 to six because Kirk Cousins has like five picks to the Bengals. Would I be vindicated? I'm not sure. I don't know. Only if they go. Uh, only if they go 12 and five, <laughs> which you're in danger of. I am of in, undershooting somehow. That's true. I I, I just know. can't believe that. I I can't believe it either. I was like, I'm gonna go high, and then surely they'll underperform. <laughs> God. All right, Michael. Let's keep it in the division for the game of the week that we fucking called. Yes, you heard did. it here first on the Reverse Fantasy Football Podcast. Yes, Dan Campbell. Well, I mean, saves the season. The Lions win against the Packers at home. The Packers look absolutely in shambles and the lions i mean the lions just didn't lose i I guess like i don't know that they won this game so much as the (laughs) packers just like completely imploded they score 16 points a losing score (laughs) one shy of the amount of points you need to beat matt rule even you know like (laughs) yeah they didn't hit the rule threshold but they still end up beating uh aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers could have gotten a degree in american sign language for how much he was just like waving his fucking arms around pissed off the entire game Yelling at his coaches, yelling at his players. What are you supposed to be over here? You supposed to be over there? That was all they showed on Red Zone. Red Zone was it was not of the Packers and it was not of the Lions. It was just of Aaron Rodgers being pissed. <laughs> yeah, like right. every time it was just Aaron Rodgers like flailing around, yelling expletives at people. It's awesome. Know. And there was a lot of bad plays in the game, but I don't want to give too much away because we have to bring in 
resident Packers expert. We've been waiting for this moment. We get to bring in Zach Spangler, resident Packers expert and lifelong fan since they won the Super Bowl that one year, <laughs> to discuss the hopelessness of the overall Green Bay Packers season and where it goes from here now that they just lost to the Dan Campbell-led Lions. Zach, if you could sum it up in four words, what would you say about the Packers' loss to the Dan Campbell Lions? It's not our fault. <laughs> that sounds like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sounds a lot like Aaron Rodgers. Has he been rubbing off on the fans? And do you mean it's not the fans' fault or it's not the Packers' fault? It's not the fans' fault. <laughs> You guys are positioning me like I'm the bad guy. I didn't do ayahuasca and <laughs> sign a giant contract and all this stuff. No, I I am blameless. So would you say this is is this rock bottom as far as your fandom for the as the Packers goes? I mean, this is the only time no, I've seen no the shot. Pa- no, 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 no shot. Uh, the final Mike McCarthy years are uh, some of the saddest, most insane years of my life. Our coach was skipping meetings to nap. That's a low. Everybody everybody here is at least like attending practice. For now. So it can get worse. (laughs) So what do you think about Rodgers' performance? Give us the lowlights. Give us a little bit of a game recap of what happened this game. How did they end up losing to the Lions, and where did they go from here? He's I, I was reading this stat and basically we we like outgained them in yards. They punted more than us. We had more first downs. We we checked every box that a winning team would check and something like that hasn't happened. Like this is the third time in like twenty some years that a team checked all those boxes and lost a game. Uh, <laughs> when it came down to it, we you, we turned the ball over in the red zone. And Aaron's not healthy. That's uh, firm excuse. That's, yeah, I was like, um, this sounds like complete bullshit. This, that does not sound. He's good. healthy enough to wave his arms around every time he throws an incomplete pass and blame it on his other teammates. Yeah. No, he. I mean, he's like genuinely like his the thumb on his throwing hand, not good. Um, but even before that kind of happened, came off two back to back MVP years. Something is different. Something is off, and it's not just like oh, he doesn't have Devonte Adams. He's he would still put the ball on the numbers of fucking. Marquez Valdez Scantling and watch him drop it. He's not even watching <laughs> bad receivers drop the football. They're just not even getting the ball. So there's a clear drop off in what he is doing this year. Um, and I don't know. That's just father time comes to kill us all. So all right. So is is Aaron Rodgers tanking so the Packers get a better wide receiver? Is that what's happening? Do you mean a better cornerback? <laughs> if he was tanking, it would be out of pettiness. <laughs> Uh, is, are you saying Aaron Rodgers is above not this? to benefit the Packers. He's a take my money and run kind of guy. Shout out Brett Favre. Do you see him with the Packers next year? Ooh, big question. Uh, if they pay him, yes. Mm. He, he signed a massive contract extension. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he is. Mm. Um, my my gut says he sees out this contract and he leaves. Um, but I will say with where the team is right now, I mean, again. The excuse train chugging right along here. <laughs> Injuries are are not just uh, a little bit hurting the Packers. They're everywhere, both sides of the ball, an insane amount. 
we were already depleted at wide receiver, not like losing Devontae Adams and running out kind of scrubs and rookies, but they're all hurt anyways. Bakhtiari basically hasn't played a healthy game of football in two years now. We're missing other halves of our offensive line. Uh, Our best defensive players hurt. Carol Alexander, I don't know. There's just like, there's so many injuries and things going on with the Packers. And it's just, we're not helping ourselves. Zach, um, you're supposed to be could, shitting on your be, own team. This is reverse be, fantasy football podcast. You're not supposed to be making excuses for yeah. them. You're supposed we to just be tell me really Aaron Rodgers sucks ass and why he's sucking team. ass. <laughs> we should be a really frisky four and five team, and instead we're like a wheels fall off three and six team. What's well, okay? You guys have the Cowboys this week. That'll be good, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mike McCarthy is coming back to Lambeau for the first time. <laughs> if that's not a sneaky cover and or win. I don't know. I don't know what you want. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what. What's the line on this? Is the line like eight? What do you guys? Eight, nine. If I had to guess, it would be seven and a half. All right. That sounds right. Good thing that sounds right. There's no way to look it up. No, so we'll, we'll ne- just go we'll with never guess. know. We'll never know. So, so Zach, no. I want to go back to this game briefly here. I, I, get, give me the play-by-play. Give me the run-through on these three red zone picks. A pretty staggering number of picks. And also the end of the game, fourth down incompletion, where it looks like he's just throwing to nothing and or wide receivers might be running the wrong routes. What's happening on these plays, and how is it, uh, how is it fucking up so catastrophically in order to let the Lions of all teams beat you? So, first one, not his fault. Defender wearing an illegal helmet, too large. Uh, so, when he hit it, surprise, that wasn't challenged. Is that goal regulation um, size or what? He's clearly off the hook on that one. Uh, second red zone interception that I can remember, the Bakhtiari eligible receiver one. Uh, oh, first yeah. time we ran that desperation play. He's um, injured, by the way. <laughs> sometimes your trick plays are so good, you trick yourself. Tricked ourselves. If anything, we ran it too well. So, again, <laughs> off the hook on that one. It's almost like he didn't throw these at all. Yeah, it's, I don't even think that. I think they beat, they beat the Lions. I think they won. I mean, your guys' words. <laughs> I'm, I'll feed me that. I'm down. I'm just telling you facts. All right. Um, and then, yeah, when it when it comes down to it, eventually it's this. there's this thing uh, my dad would do in pickup basketball where he would just throw a pass to open space where we weren't and then yell at you and be like, that's where you needed to be. He would actively turn the ball over to yell at you. And I think that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing on the football field. He's throwing into open spaces where no one is. And he's like, you better run your route fucking there next time. <laughs> He's like sacrificing whole ass games to make a point. Yeah, I mean he's he's a millionaire and a future Hall of Famer. So what's 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 a couple games? What's a loss to the Lions? What's a loss? Are you guys intimidated he's, by Dan Campbell? Uh, well, also I think that's for the good of us too. We want Dan to keep his job. I don't know. Dan's two and one against Packers. Dan Packers, Packers killer. Yeah, if anything, I'm expecting the thank you notes from the Vikings and the Bears soon. <laughs> yeah, honestly. All right, so one thing I got, last thing I got to ask you about in this game that happened that just seemed staggering. So they're going for the win here on this final drive. They have first and 10 from like the 15, 18, something like that in the red zone, but not goal to go. And Rodgers throws into the end zone four times for the loss instead of even once throwing at the sticks. What's going on with that decision making? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Go big, go home, or he did, or just go home anyway. He yeah, went, I mean, he, 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 he went go it. big he, and he, go home. He, he 
he set out to go big or go home and he went home. So he, he nailed his objective. <laughs> um, I don't know when it comes down to it. It's it, it one again, he's a pretty petty guy. His body language has never been good. Um, <laughs> in his whole career, definitely not a guy that people I think really rally around in the moment. And it just seemed like a guy who was pretty ready for the game to be over. And he's like, I'm going to throw into the end zone four straight times. If we catch it, we win. If we don't, well, we deserve to lose. <laughs> It sounds like someone who's been screwed over in Cosmic Encounter and they're just going like... Scorcher! They're going <laughs> Scorcher! Yes. They're like, if I can't win, then you ain't gonna fucking lose, you know? Yes. Yeah, oh, 100%. God. Well, yeah, respect I, to the pettiness, at least. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta keep on keeping on with the pettiness. Are you guys gonna make the playoffs? Um, wow, insane question. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, absolutely no shot. The Packers, uh, don't necessarily have an easy schedule. Um, we still have, like you said, the Cowboys to play. We have the Eagles yet to play. We have to play the Vikings again. Um, it's just, there's, there's not a lot of good games left on this schedule for us that I would say that we're going to go on a big streak here. Uh, and again, uh, our best wide receiver, Romeo Dubs hurt Aaron Jones and also hurt. thinks he's a pirate uh, who's that Romeo Dubs thinks he's a pirate your, play, yeah. your best player thinks he's a pirate well I mean that's for the best <laughs> I, we we've saw we've seen how that's turned out for other teams and they are the spoiler they do win it all so that's that's true they did win it all did that okay we say the what you just said again I think I cut out recording uh, on accident well, I mean, we've seen how that's worked out for other teams whose players, best players, were pirates, and they ended up winning it all. So <laughs> the Buccaneers—they're <laughs> all pirates, <laughs> literally all pirates. I guess that makes yeah. sense. Uh, all right, this, yeah. Before we let you go, Zach, any final thoughts on the Packers, their season so far, Aaron Rodgers, and where this team's going the rest of this, the rest of the way? I think that we are, I mean, we're too deep in cap hell with Aaron Rodgers to blow it up this season. I think we are going to hope to ride this out. They will give it one go next season and then that will be it. Um, but yeah, I think, I do think genuinely everybody will chalk up this year to uh, not good enough wide receivers, give the rookies another year and injuries and they will give Aaron another excuse to try and run it back next year. And then when that doesn't work, I don't know, I'm pretty excited to see what we got in Jordan Love. <laughs> so we'll see the final pettiness season. Yeah. Coming to you in 2023. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if, you, if you're someone who doesn't like Aaron Rodgers, get your tickets now. Because <laughs> I do not expect next season to go well. All right, Zach, we'll have you back on when Kirk Thuggins does his thing oh and God. they blow up the Packers 42-0. to zero. If he's shirtless in chains and Lambo, I'm going to end my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was Zach Spangler, Packers expert. He seemed a lot sadder. It was like... He was not excited to shit talk Rogers at all. One, no. full of excuses. A lot two, of excuses. Legitimately sad. Yeah, very I sad. I kind of feel bad that we featured him. I don't feel bad. They've had <laughs> enough success. All right? If yeah, you, you're right. If you get a Hort, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback on your team and you get to watch the entirety of his career, I don't feel bad for you ever. Plus, Ohio Packers fan. Yeah. Like, pick one of the miserable teams like we did. Yeah. Like, you know I, what I mean? Again, if you get it, like, every year, 
for my existence of a Browns fan, yeah. I have to watch three shitty quarterbacks play every a season. Yeah. Like yeah, that's one. every single year. <laughs> Do you know how many quarterbacks I've watched? Sachs watched <laughs> two. He's watched two quarterbacks in his Packers fandom. I've watched like 35. Well, he did get to watch the former Browns quarterback the half of that one game before like before Rodgers came back and beat the Bears. They had Deshaun Kaiser in. That's and he like immediately threw two picks. Yes. It like I don't I have I have no mercy for anyone <laughs> who no does not suffer in the way that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to never vote for you I'm just for saying. any kind of leadership position. I'm just saying. <laughs> just like self admitting <laughs> that you're a complete psychopath. Oh, I love it. Uh, you know, in the NFL, we have to be sometimes. Uh, Michael, let's move it into this great Titans Chiefs game that happened. It was a, it was an interesting Sunday night game. I think we mentioned it a little bit before. But the Titans go in and they almost beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead while simultaneously kind of doing nothing. It's nothing. It's it's a masterclass in doing nothing. Uh, I don't know how. How did you have students that like are this good at doing nothing? I well, yeah, that's true. But <laughs> like, so to go into Arrowhead to put in a game plan that is like we're gonna run the ball and that's all we're gonna do and we're gonna play incredible defense and you're not gonna be able to stop us and we're gonna like complete. We're going to compete for, you know, the whole game and overtime. Like yeah. they they could have won the game in Arrowhead with with no quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they're starting Malik Willis. He's not good, by His the way. His stat line for this game, 5 for 16. Okay. Yep. If you're doing the math, that's that's not great. That's like almost as bad as PJ Walker. <laughs> that's true. We're like approaching that. Yep. For 80 yards. Also not great. Okay, now P.J. Walker only had nine. <laughs> that is... <laughs> and Malik Willis actually ran a little bit. Yeah. But let's <laughs> let's just really appreciate it here. I'm talking about a similar quarterback performance to a quarterback who was beat in a half 35-0. to zero. The that's... Titans are leading at half. Yeah, that's true. And almost win the game. Yeah, the Titans, I mean, that's just, the Titans are crazy good. They are they are a terrifying team because of what they can do with, at, with like, you know. With no quarterback. With half a team. Yeah. They have, like, a fantastic offensive line and Derrick Henry, and then their their defensive line is unbelievable. So I think that's, I can that's name it. four Titans players, and one of them is Randy Bullock, and they almost just beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I, Derrick Henry. I, <laughs> what else? What else you got? I, I Jeffrey Simmons. Yep. The other, the backup for Derek Henry. <laughs> the backup for Derek Henry. He's on this podcast. Dontrell right Hilliard. There, like, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Hilliard. We got, we got four. And then the not even any of the, yeah, Tannehill, who's not playing this Who's game. not playing. Insane. I don't, I don't understand. Um, yeah, the Titans are scary. I don't want to play the Titans. I love that Malik Willis is stat line, though. Oh, he's, a, Malik Willis is a tried and true starter. Every game. Absolutely. Every he, game. If he, threw, if, he put, if he puts a single pick on top of that. He's well negative. Oh, you know what I mean, there's no worry of him getting double digits. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, what if, he run, they, if he runs a touchdown in? I, but the thing is, they're, they're not. Gonna, they're going to run with Derrick Henry. They're going to run with Derrick Henry. If they play the Lions, they're just going to win thirty-five to zero, and then he's not going to do anything. Like, yeah. he is not needed to do anything other than hand the ball off. He's only there for taking a blocker or adding an extra blocker by giving them the read option, yeah. potentially. You I know would, what I mean? I would agree. It takes one person out of the box who has to watch Malik. Yeah. So it's, it's you, get one, you get minus one tackler against Derrick Henry. It's like a long sword in D&D. &D. You get plus one 
plus one four die or whatever. Shane, <laughs> at me if that's right. Um, <laughs> that's that's why he exists. He's just an accessory to Derrick Henry's arsenal. You get, you get equipped with. <laughs> get equipped with Malik Willis' power-up. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch them the rest of the season. I, I'm going to go to that game. I'm going to the Bengals at Titans game. Yeah, they're crazy. Very excited. It's crazy to watch a team like, this is what we're going to do. Good luck stopping it. Yeah. It's just so old school It just shit, does baby. not exist. You know, it's, it's it's kind of the tried and true Titans way. They're getting back to it, and the Falcons are getting back to their ways too. Michael, did you see the ending of this terrible game against the Chargers? Yes, the NFC former NFC division leaders. You know, they had they had a whole week where they were leaders, and here they are playing the oh, yeah. the, the Chargers. Uh, is it in overtime? I think it's in overtime, or is it about to be overtime? I think it's about to be overtime. It's end of the fourth quarter. Yep. So the Falcons. Um, they recover a fumble yes. from the from the Chargers. Chargers have a pass, a pretty deep pass to get them uh, into field goal range, um, and this is going to be clock winding down. They're gonna they're just gonna run out the clock and kick a game winner. If this, if all the guy who has to do is go down at this point. Yep. And so the Falcons they recover this fumble and they're like, all right, we got a shot. We just got to go down and get a field goal, and then we can you know we can win the game. Yeah, but. They're covering it, and it's like a D lineman grabs it, and he's holding the ball kind of well. Like, he's got it almost tucked, and he's trotting, and he's going the other way. He's got 10, 20, 30-yard return. I'm like, holy shit. They're going to waltz into field goal range the other way and kick a game winner. They got Young Way Koo yep. going to kick a game winner. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the ball just falls to the ground <laughs> Well, the guy is running with it. Like... Doesn't get hit, doesn't get tripped, doesn't get tackled, ball doesn't get punched or touched. He just drops, drops it. it. It it doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's just someone who doesn't their job is to never ever hold the ball. Yeah. That's my only excuse. Like <laughs> A running is not in this job in this guy's you think job. He saw the ball and like strip sacked himself because like that's what he's used to doing. He, like chops his own arm. Yeah, he's like he's a running is not in the script. Like <laughs> yeah. running more than ten yards, not on my job list. Holding a ball, also not on my job list. Com- putting those things together. This is a long play for a defensive lineman. <laughs> yeah, like normally they got like three seconds and then their play is done. That's a tall task to, to yeah. pick up the ball. I need you to. I need you to you to bend over, <laughs> exert exert effort for thirty seconds. The fact he was athletic <laughs> enough to scoop. <laughs> That's true. This, you don't usually see the scoop. You don't it's usually you see the scoop and score. You don't see the scoop and drop. <laughs> This, I, I mean, I hesitate to even call it a fumble. He just let it go. Yeah, it's it, it's not a fumble. It's it, you just I don't I don't know I don't know what happened. I don't it didn't make sense. So the the Chargers recover in the same play, the yep. double fumble. They throw like a twenty five yard pass with like ten seconds left, and they kick a game winning field goal. So if you look at the <laughs> you look at the, the play by play, no, look at the play by play. You know, every play-by-play you see, it goes back and forth. One team, punt, and then it's the other team. Uh, You know, they punt, they field goal, whatever. Falcons, Chargers, Falcons, Chargers, Falcons, Chargers. You look down, there's two Chargers possessions back-to-back at the very end of the game. Fumble, field goal. (laughs) Because they fumbled. That's a possession. That's true. And then they recover their own fumble, and they just start again. It's It's, a whole new drive. That's crazy. They had like an eight-play drive for a fumble, followed by directly the same team a three play drive for a field goal does does the win probability chart happen mid play no because i like that he that... probably like takes a small step down <laughs> it was like a big sack that gave them a first down you know like that's kind of what it was <laughs> yeah it's not it's i 
I don't know what to do. If you're the Falcons, like you're just used to it. And if you're the Chargers, I don't know. You you I don't I don't do neither one uh, feels good here. Chargers getting bailed out of the Browns dumbass decision in their game. Well, yeah, that's and, what we do. But the and the Chargers missed that field goal. I mean, the Chargers getting bailed out. Yeah. And they're not playing. I don't think the Chargers are as great. I mean, they're playing with a lot of injuries, but you know, they're five and three, but we'll see if they make the playoffs. Honestly. I yeah, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think the AFC has too many teams. A lot of frisky gonna, teams. They're, yeah, they're gonna start coming up. You got the Jets, you got the Bills, you got the Titans, you got you, you got, got some the Raiders. <laughs> I don't hate on my Raiders right now, dude. They were up 17-0. They were you know what? They were up 17-0. They, they were got, putting up points on the Jags. They did so much better than they did last week. And then what happened? Well, they I they guess they just stopped. Did Stop. they hit the did they hit the mat rule number and they're like, all right, we won. They hit the mat rule you number. can't win. You can't win anymore. We got 17 <laughs> points. You cannot beat us. We got there. So game over. You think shocked Pikachu face <laughs> when they when the other team got more than 17 points? Like, <gasps> wait, we hit the mat rule number. <laughs> that has to be the only that's the only excuse for what the Raiders are doing. Like, I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense. They've blown a 17 point lead three times this season, which is like we're hitting Ravens territory right now. It's not good. I guess in the total century, this century before this, they had six total as a team. And they have three this season. Hmm. 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 Is, um, Josh, Josh McDaniels, McDaniels is on a hot seat already. Is that possible? They paid him a ton of money, didn't Bro, they? no. Repeat after me, <laughs> NFL GMs. No... Patriots assistant is ever a good head coach. That's true. Never. That's, that's it. A fact. Literally never works. That's true. The closest thing we have is Vrabel, who was a player in yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. So actually, go get a player. Go, go get, get Julian. Go get Julian Edelman. Get Wes Welker. Go get. Oh, please put Gronk on your coaching staff. Oh no, give me a, <laughs> who was their big uh, D tackle? Uh oh shit. I'm not gonna know it off the top Dude. of my head, but I know exactly who you're talking about. He was guy was massive. Uh, there's there he is. Oh, Vince Wilfork. Oh, Wilfork. I, I just had to, I just had to see his face. Oh yeah. Get me Vince Wilfork. That, better than Jeff fucking Saturday. Dude, he yeah. That guy looks like he'd be a great coach. <laughs> that guy is a coach. That guy is. He should be a coach. Holy moly! Yeah. So the Raiders. I yeah. I think honestly, you you hate to see like think they're gonna go three head coaches in three years, but. They can't fire him this year. I know, but dude. But how, how much longer? They traded for Devontae Adams, man. Like they gave up capital for this. This was like their push. This was like their year. This was their year because they had like a defense that was kind of clicking last year. They got you the know, run they game really going. Seemed, like they were only a couple pieces away, and then here they are. So I that's mean, you tough. look at the hit that Devontae Adams has taken away from the Packers by him being gone, <laughs> and you think add that gap to the Raiders. Based off what they did last year, and they're a playoff team easily. Yeah, no, no question. But like somehow it made them both worse. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Other, it's got to be the coach. It's got to be Josh be Daniels. The coach. Oh man, I can't, I can't think any more thoughts about the Raiders I, until next week. I, <laughs> Yay, can't no, wait. they're sure they're guaranteed. Oh, because we got Raiders Colts next week, guaranteed. Game of the fucking year. Game of the year. God, that's must watch. Cannot watch. Cannot wait for Sam Ellinger to. I don't. I don't even know what that's gonna look like. And Jeff Saturday. (laughs) That just think about it. (laughs) Just think about Jeff Saturday. What is Jeff Saturday's coach attire gonna be? No. Like, what's that gonna wear? Is he? They're just gonna line up in that one fake punt they did that one (laughs) season. Every that's their formation. Every play. 
You think Jeff Saturday's gonna wear his uniform? <laughs> oh my he just God. wears the jersey of himself. <laughs> He's a real players coach. Oh, we gotta wear a Sunday on the back instead of a Saturday. <laughs> oh, He's involved. Awesome. Oh God. All right, Michael, let's go into some consistency here. Sack watch. Yeah. Sack watch coming in. Justin Fields still in the lead. Does it surprise you? Um, yes, based on how, like, the last three games he's been not good for reverse fantasy football. Yeah, he's not, he's been not good for reverse points wise, but he's still taking sacks, he is which still is kind of wild because he's honestly still not throwing a lot. He's looking a little bit better now, though. Uh, 33 stacks on 220 dropbacks, uh, gives us a pace of 62 for the season. Obviously, still a lot, not the record by any means. We haven't been on record pace for a while. Sack rate plummets this week, all the way down to. I mean, still a staggering 15%. Still one in seven dropbacks. He's getting sacked. But there's just something that seems more okay with 15 than 16. I don't know why. 16 just seems so much worse. Are all do dropbacks really count when they're definitely designed runs? Like that's No, dropbacks means it was a design pass. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I so no draws are counted okay, in this. Okay, so that that actually makes sense. It's it's attempts plus sacks. Okay. That's what a dropback is. I got is. you. I got you. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, maybe we, I wish we could just take some out. That would be hype. <laughs> just take twenty out and see right, what that does. Right, like, I know you're right. Like, there's a lot. Like, he ran for 180 yards. So he's, there's a lot of. He's gonna be like, you fudged the numbers. <laughs> you think Hansby is a Bears fan? You think he grew up like that? His voice doesn't. His <laughs> chain smoke I mean, for like was, three years. This was years ago when he left us our message. He could be a. He could be on the Bear now. The show. I don't, I don't, a nice Chicago Bears fan. Don't think I don't think Hans McGee is a Bears fan. <laughs> I, I actually am not sure he watches football anymore. <laughs> He's on to bigger and better things. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. When do you think his other podcast? Let's so go find Hans Oh yeah, we should. What? It's like the reverse. <laughs> anyway, here's the whole Hans McGee <laughs> message for those of like who have been here for so long but don't know what the fuck we're talking about this guy called into our podcast like two years ago and had this to say hey dude i just wanted to say that your podcast is pretty cool um please give me a shout out um of some sorts um it's pretty cool i like the way you do like reverse stuff that's pretty cool um and my podcast is the fantasy football workshop podcast um, I just started that, and maybe you could check me out, you know, make me be a favorite of yours, because I favorited yours, you know, but um, thanks, man, for good content. <laughs> Michael, that was one of the best days of my life when that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It still is. I We listened to it, and I'm still, I'm just so overjoyed. I like, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how to explain this to you. There's no way to explain it. <laughs> That is how you explain it. It was one of the greatest things. Yep. Still still is. Oh, my God. If you made it this far, you never heard it. <laughs> you earned it. You earned that. You earned that, yeah. Honestly, you're in season three. <laughs> you got eight. His hands McGee would say, you've earned it. <laughs> All right, Michael. Let's, let's look at game of the week. Game of the week for NFL week nine. We uh or no, it's gonna be ten week ten next week, of course. We have Oh fuck Falcons Panthers again. Prime time <laughs> Prime time Thursday oh, night. Oh no. Dude Wait tomorrow. That's awesome. We're gonna be busy. Dang it. I mean we gotta I, find a place to that'll sneak be on a that'll be weeks. on at the bars. And I will be watching <laughs> intently. So we got that. Can't wait for that. Oh, that dude, the rematch already? I yeah, love it. That's awesome. We Panthers, also- wait. Are you kidding me? Panthers go. They dude. play them. They have the Hail Mary. They think they're going to win. They lose. 
they get the fucking shit kicked out of them by the Bengals, and they got to go right back to the Falcons. I can't wait. God, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's NFL for you. Uh, so that's a great game. We got we got Russ against the Titans defense. That can <laughs> that's going to be fantastic. Lions Bears, as we just mentioned. Lions Bears. We just talked about that. Except, I mean. Uh, yeah, they still got both have six losses here. Yeah, so they, you know, like yeah, we can't. Field, fields aside, fields, you know, doing his thing. But uh, Lions Bears still game of the week to me. Holy shit, we got so many. We got Saints Steelers. Oh yeah, Saints Steelers. Wait, we get to cheer for Dalton again, baby. Let's That's right. go. There we go. Um, and Colts then, Raiders. <laughs> Colts Holy Raiders. Holy shit, Michael. This does no one have a winning record left in this league anymore? All right, this and then we got Cardinals Rams. Like, <laughs> oh my, are all the winning teams on by? Yeah, well, not really. I guess there's four winning teams on by right wow. now. Hmm. Four winning AFC teams yeah. are on by. Wow, this is kind all right. Strange. So week ten is about to be making up for all of the the poor stats from week nine. And we're kind of getting into the. This is like the playoff push in your league. You know, if yes. you got to start losing some games. Yes. If, if you, you want to have a shot at the playoffs, you need to fine tune your teams. You need to make sure you know which, you know, look at the buys coming up. Look at the head coaches that are playing the Bills, the Bengals, the teams that are going to put up a ton of points. Time to start streaming a week ahead of time. Yep. You know, like who are the, who are the Bills playing next week? Yes. Pick up that defense now and sit them for a week. Yep. Shit like that. That's Get what, creative with that's it. That's what you got to do. You got to look for the what quarterback is injured. You know, they're talking about the Matt Stafford injury. Who's yeah. the backup there? Could be like, creeping look up. At those things. That's what you got to do. That's that's the way you're going to Who's behind PJ Walker? <laughs> All you got to do is make the playoffs and then you can change your whole fucking team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, baby. That's how reverse goes. All right, Michael. Last order of business Ty Watch for week 10. Um. Oh, let me just give. Let me just run back. Falcons yeah, Panthers. you can run. I'll let you run I just that. Always babe. take the low hanging fruit. Give me what what feels right. All right, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna shock you. Let me get Broncos Titans in a low scoring game. 10 10 <laughs> Malik can't. They can't do anything either. That is. Yeah, but I mean, they at least have one functioning part of their <laughs> offense. They have a run game. And Broncos a, defense is legit though. But like the Titans are a well coached team. Yeah. I still want it. I know you weren't going to say that for the Broncos. <laughs> Let Russ tie, baby. Let Russ tie. All right, that's fine. I'm okay with that. All right, well, <laughs> I'm excited to watch this game tomorrow. We will see you all next week.